0: guys, Bon Appetit Foodcast, I'm Adam Rappaport. This week, back by popular demand yet again, we have Carla, Lally Music, and Emil Stonic with Rice 4.0. This time they talk about rice beverages, and then they kind of sidetrack into tempura, and then, well, you will see. It's an interesting, as always, pod, so let's get to it. Here we are with Rice 4.0. Rice wizards of the world unite and take over. Doopy doo. I love the Smiths and I love rice.
1: I love the rice wizards.
0: I love the rice wizards. Because the rice wizards are the reason we're here today. Okay,
1: so let's just back it up a second. Rice 4.0 rice
0: is 4.0. back
1: by popular demand.
0: Well, I mean, I guess. Rice 4.0, it's back by popular demand. That is true. We've never, the, we've never given the people Rice 4.0. No,
1: this is Rice Pod back by popular demand, episode
0: four. Episode four. Point o. The Rice Awakens.
1: So I have to just tell tell a brief story tell about it. being on my book tour. Spill it. Where Cooking Begins, if you don't already have your copy. Get it. Let's get going, beeps. Yeah. Um, there I was in California. Northern California, Southern California, Sonoma, San Francisco, Los Angeles. Oh I mean I was out there talking to people, meeting people, meeting and greeting, <laughs> selfieing, Q& Aing, signing. It was just a great experience. Sounds fun. And one of the best parts about it was that I would get love for the book right People would mm-hmm. be like, oh my God, so happy to come out for the book thing, love the book and then very quickly they would tell me what else they loved. And a lot of people came up to me, literally introduced themselves as rice wizards. <laughs> they were like, Carla, it's great to see you. Great to meet you. Love the book. I'm a rice wizard. <laughs> that was like many conversations. Then some people would just come up to me and be like, I'm a rice wizard. Just like as an opener, Did- I'm a rice wizard. And I was like, you rice wizards are the thing that keeps me going. You are the inspiration, the inspiration, the light the drive oh my god just the the community that we've built of rice wizards it was all it was always there
0: so uh, what i want to know about the rice wizards that you met yeah what were their hats like and what were their sleeves like right. big open sleeves or yeah so
1: this is like the thing. kind of a
0: more restrained more modern yes. wizard sleeve
1: yeah so when you're interacting with rice wizards out in community in normal public, right? they couldn't be that overt. Yeah, gotcha. So actually, you had to look for other signifiers. So there were some special buttons
0: Uh that I felt
1: were like kind of an insidery thing of like, I am also Rice Wizard. But- Hold
0: on, what kind of buttons? Just one
1: guy had a really cool jean jacket It had buttons on it. So I'm remembering him specifically. I think it's more like- you can't be going around waving your your rice wizard sleeves all around. Right, right, right. You don't wanna like, ra- you
0: don't want to raise your freak flag that high.
1: <laughs> like you know, like life. There's enough distractions.
0: Totally, totally. And As, you don't want you know you don't want that to be necessarily the first thing that someone thinks about when they see you is like oh that's obviously a rice wizard. Right. You want to be you know you want to be unless just,
1: you're me, in which case I do want to know the first thing about you is that you are a rice wizard. So it's yes. more of like we were more in like a secret handshake kind yeah, of a place. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: If you know, you know. <laughs> That's you know. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we should make buttons. RWs. Yeah. R W buttons.
0: I mean, I still think maybe sleeve extensions would be good. Just so you could attach I some agree. wizard sleeves to your an existing garment. Maybe you like go to a bar or something and then you're like, oh my god, there are definitely a lot of rice wizards here and then you go into the bathroom, put your sleeves on and then everyone's like, yo!
1: I like it as an optional add-on to an outfit because you w- may not want to be wearing wizard sleeves when you're perhaps, say, cooking rice. Right, oh, especially- Because it could be the, you know, you don't want to be dangling down into the burners. Well,
0: the wizard sleeves that I'm thinking of are made of asbestos, so Oh, good.
1: P- and so, but if you were to have a rice wizard robe mm-hmm. of your own, yep. Which I'm um, right now, I'm like, why don't we? I don't know. (laughs) You are wearing a jean jacket. Uh,
0: It's true. I could use some, and I could use some, you could use some,
1: you could also use some just like general flair, some rice wizard flair. So if you were designing your own wizard's robe or hat, Mm -hmm. what style are you going for?
0: Well, I mean, I guess I'm kind of just imagining your standard issue, long, silky, you know, wizard robe. Like Dumbledore. But instead of like little stars all over it, you know, it's just all the grains of rice, all the types of rice that exist.
1: Well, folks, that does it for the Rice Foodcast today. (laughs) We are done. We have to go make a robe now. Just a constellation of of rice stars.
0: Totally. And there will will be like an entire new, you know, like the stars in the sky set of constellations that are just rice oriented, you know?
1: Sure. They're just like forming like pots of things. Ah, yes. The the
0: Pilaf Galaxy. (laughs) Oh, and or yonder, we have the Biryani uh, Nebula. That
1: is correct. Yeah, I like that. I mean, the thing that is true is that there is, we didn't, I wasn't sure that we could do 4.0. Right. And we talked internally, you know, here around the office, like, I love it, I want to do it, the people seem to want it, like, do we have it? In us,
0: you know, and Carla, you know, I will say, Carla put together a really nice email <laughs> that like went to myself and Mr. Producer before we got in the studio today, and and I I read it over quickly, and I was just like, of course we've got enough.
1: Um, let's just say we haven't even stirred this pot of rice no, yet.
0: We have not. We've not fluffed it. We've not
1: not and even like for- fork forked it around.
0: Yeah. Well, you you wanted to talk about.
1: Well, I did because I was like, you know, we haven't talked about it all okay. is a rice based beverage.
0: Yeah, it's true. We've
1: been so focused on what you could put on a spoon that we forgot about all the ricey things you can put in a cup or a glass. Oh my God. And right now I'm drinking a lovely cup of hot water.
0: Oh, I was going to say, I was like, what is in that? Cup?
1: Just some hot water. Mm-hmm. But what I wish I was drinking was orchada. Mm. I love horchata so much. Mm. If I had a cat. One of the names would be Orchata.
0: You do have No, cats. another one. If oh, we have oh, to get oh. a... <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I was like, Carla, uh, you, you kind of are into your cats. It's kind of a thing.
1: A cat named Orchada, though?
0: Well, why don't you just rename one of your cats Orchata?
1: They just have become their names.
0: Eh. Uh, yeah, but they're cats. <laughs> I don't know what their names are. I just start are.
1: calling Jeffrey Horchata from yeah. now on. Yeah, well, see what I, happens.
0: I also think that Jeffrey Horchata is a good compound That is name. a good
1: name. His full name is King Jeffrey. So yeah. King Jeffrey Orchada. <laughs> King Jeffrey Horchata. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good name. That's a great name. I could also just start calling one of the children Horchata.
0: Uh yeah, they're, that's easy. They're, they're, Give them
1: nicknames all the time. Yeah,
0: they don't know their names yet, right?
1: All no one all of them indeed. Um, <laughs> this is a side story, but did I tell you when, um, Cosmo recently told us to call him Jake?
0: No, <laughs> you didn't. But that is cool he as was hell. Like
1: he filled out his camp paperwork for the summer, and he it was like welcome new camper, and he crossed out Cosmo and wrote Jake, and I, I was like. What's up with that? Like, you as noticed, you crossed your name out. He was like, Oh, yeah, call me Jake. And so oh, then we, like, so cool. 100% called him Jake for days. Yeah. And I think he was surprised at how willing we were to just adopt it.
0: Right. He thought you were going to be like, oh,
1: you ca- I he was can't like, call you. You can't do that. Not gave you your name on your birth certificate. We were like, All right, we whatever, like, Jake. Care. So, like, to the point where a couple days in, Fernando and I were like, Oh, man, classic Jake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. King Jeffrey horchata. So, horchata is a delicious Mexican beverage. Mm-hmm. It is rice milk that is cinnamony and sweet and delicious. Yeah. And I have I remember the first time I tried to make it very clearly because mm-hmm. I I loved it. And my husband really loves horchata. And I was like, I will make horchata. There's got to be. So, so, I have Rick Bayless's very first book, the classic Mexican cooking one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and I was like, I'm going to do this. This is rice. This is rice. Right. No problem. Yeah. And the very first step in the recipe, you have to put the rice in a blender and pulverize it to a powder. Huh. I had no idea.
0: Interesting. And do you have to? Is that how it's always made? Well, that's made?
1: the thing. So then I've been, I've looked at lots of other recipes that, since then, and then, and then you soak it. Gotcha. And I do think. Um, Just if, in water. In, in water. Some yeah. recipes say to soak in hot water. Some mm-hmm. in cold. Some will tell you to discard the water or not. Mm-hmm. His recipe is is really good and I still use it. You want to get that the Mexican cinnamon for that if you can mm-hmm. also. It's like more mild, a little more fragrant. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you can use any cinnamon I'm sure. But I think the point of the pulverizing and the soaking is the hydrating.
0: Right. Well, that's when I'm wondering. I'm like, is it. Is there a reason why you wouldn't just soak the rice? Right. Blend, you know, until the rice itself is so- softened. Right. Blend that and then strain it.
1: So when I make rice milk, so the, the one of the things is like I sometimes I love to make rice milk just at home. Just, you know. Cool. Get out the nut bag. Love that about get you. Get out the Vitamix and like make your own I was in. A, I went through a whole alt milk phase and was making the almond milk and the whatever milk, and then got into rice milk. And, also, and,
0: yeah, and then you got into debt. And then, yeah,
1: deep, deep in the debt. Well, then I was like in the heavy in the bulk bin
0: world. (laughs) (laughs) You would just like go in and like see see the bulk bin. It was like one of those like gags where you like, you know, spoon some out into a bag, put it on the shelf and just wheel the rest of the bulk (laughs) bin (laughs) towards the the checkout line.
1: It's true. And when I made rice milk, I was using the same one to four ratio that I use for nut milk mm-hmm. so like 1 cup of rice uh-huh 4 cups of water um sometimes hot water sometimes use hot water for the nuts too it like mm-hmm. extracts more of the fats yeah, and things yeah. um but it can make it gritty it really can so i think the pulverizing then soaking mm-hmm. then blending i think is steps to an ultimately really creamy high extraction mm. um End product.
0: So okay. So for the horchata, you 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 pulverize the rice, you soak it.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to pull up the recipe, which
0: I left in the printer and on then, the other floor. And then you and then you blend it.
1: Correct. Okay. So you're pulverizing the rice. You are combining with almonds and cinnamon. Hot tap almonds? water. Almonds. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold yeah. On. There's no, there's nuts in here. There's some nuts in here, and this is also this is gonna relate. I'm gonna foreshadow another. Another rice beverage, um, and then you puree in a blender until no longer gritty. About he says four minutes. Oh my god, that's a long time that's in a, a blender. Long,
0: yeah, that's a long time to have your blender on. You gotta put some headphones on for that.
1: I know you. Know, that's like a Earplugs. that's like a long track.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's cool. though. I mean, I do feel like honestly, a lot of things that are made in blenders, food processors. People don't get it smooth enough. You just got to run the thing. Let it go. Know? Let just it do its let, job. Let it go.
1: <laughs> and Walk away. Walk away. And also, like, get comfortable in the high setting. Yeah. Do you have a Vitamix at home?
0: Um, we have a competitor. Interesting. Warring. Oh. Um, which was free to me. Okay. So I don't have a Vitamix, but I have that. And it works, you know, much in the same way.
1: Uh, is it really loud?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty loud. I don't, you know, honestly, I gotta be real. Like I very rarely take out my blender or my food processor anymore. I just don't, I'm, I'm just too, I hate cleaning them and I do it when absolutely necessary. But, but, you know, I think that this summer I will bring it out for horchata.
1: I was going to say you will not be able to make horchata without the blender.
0: I can't just mortar and pestle the whole thing.
1: I mean, you can. Yeah. So horchata, freezing cold, slightly sweetened. This I think the nuts are there for sweetness, and I think that they're there for body. Because mm-hmm. of all the great things you could say about rice, um, having fat in it is not one of its attributes.
0: No, no. It, it wants a little, I feel like it wants a little fat to be added.
1: Which is why we love our buttered rice so much.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get
0: me started on buttered rice.
1: <laughs> and the pilaf. So mm-hmm. then, okay, so if rice milk is like orchada just like plain it's mm-hmm. like horchata without anything you know right. it's all based on rice milk but when i make rice milk i do that one <coughs> to four and it really works with sushi rice or basmati or jasmine or really whatever rice i've had would you
0: only use a white rice you wouldn't use a brown rice, no so. i would love
1: to use a brown <clears throat> rice and i looked up some recipes and that is popular too and then i w- then I kind of went deeper into this and and some people start have you start with cooked rice.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And then
1: soak that and then blend that. Huh.
0: I mean, I guess that kind of I feel like that would give it a really different flavor. Totally. You know? But it sounds kind of appealing. Yes. Like that when you think about like the when you lift the, the lid off of a pot of rice in that first whiff of just, like, nutty I, I
1: bet it has riced. so m- much more flavor. Yeah. Like, all the flavor's unlocked.
0: Well, here's what I've been thinking about, too. It's, like, what if you toasted the rice before you started the process? Like, put it in... You know, just put it on a sheet pan or something and just, like, put it in a 375-degree oven, 400-degree oven, get a little bit of, like, toastiness and color on it. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would slap. Definitely. That would, Definitely. Be, that would be, I
1: th- also think that it would... <clears throat> Make it even more important that you are then adding this hydration step, right? Because it's going to be like kind of dried out, toasty, maybe even more brittle Mm -hmm. than it was before. Mm
0: -hmm. So here's, I've got another horchata question for you. And then I feel like, you know, maybe we're, maybe we're belaboring our horchata. We might,
1: but we haven't talked about Taiwanese rice
0: milk yet. Oh my God. No, we have
1: not. We got it. Which has a whole other nut element that is
0: just, wow. Well, what I was going to say is, do people ever add dairy, like cow milk to... Horchata,
1: I mean, I or can't. like sweetened
0: condensed milk. Because <gasps> I feel like I, I feel like I have, I sadly uh, not great at digesting uh lactose. Yes, yeah, we know. Um, and I feel like sometimes I have gotten horchata and been like, oh my god, this is so creamy yeah. and delicious yeah. and like really sweet, and I'm like. I think there might be some dairy in here. I
1: cannot answer for every human on earth, but I'm sure someone has done it.
0: Yeah. Well, um, no, I, wait,
1: where's our horchata? We have a horchata latte recipe that was from Kofax. I just remember this. And it's horchata, but in the soaking stage, you also add freaking coffee beans. Oh. And then you blend that. Oh, God. And it's bananas. Oh, I, I
0: thought you said it was rice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here all day. Oh, what are we going to do? I want to know about this Taiwanese rice drink that you Yeah. At. Okay,
1: so hold on. Okay, I'll look up coffee shot in a minute. The Taiwanese rice milk. I think the only time that I ever had it was it comes packaged. You can order right the the Taiwanese rice milk and there's Taiwanese sesame milk that you mm. can order online and we did some story. And they were in the kitchen. And I can't remember what we were developing. It might have been something with Winsun, now that Uh I think about it. And um, so delicious, but so, so sweet. Uh So when I was looking up the rice milk stuff, it took me back to that Taiwanese rice milk place. And one of the very distinct flavor components in that is deeply toasted, dark, and nutty peanuts.
0: Oh, cool. That they take like
1: very, very far. And some recipes were like, I do mine a little bit less just for health reasons. But like you can take it really like to a well toasted nut place. Oh, my God. And then also freshly toasted
0: sesame seeds. Oh, my God. I know. Okay. (laughs) (coughs) I can't. So it's like a, it's a a trifecta. Yes. It's a, so rice, deeply toasted peanuts and sesame seeds. and And brown sugar. Wow, that sounds...
1: I, insane. <sighs> just the richness that you would get from that and that like silky, like mm-hmm. the way the peanut milk is just like, I don't know what it is about the peanut. I want
0: chug a glass of that <laughs> right now. I'm like really <laughs> no. hungry and it's like one of those things that I feel like would just be like,
1: Incredible. I want to
0: chug like 32 ounces of it. I want to like not stop drinking and I like gasp really, at the end.
1: I weirdly want to pour it over ice. So, Ooh. so bad. Yeah. Rice on ice is so nice. Rice
0: on ice is so nice.
1: <laughs> Doesn't that sound delicious? That sounds so good. Yeah. Okay, mm. that's all I've got.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. It's been really fun. Like, Just kidding.
1: We have to go find Taiwanese rice milk rice now.
0: Yeah, rice now. Rice away. We haven't even discussed the whole world of alcoholic rice beverages which is like a whole you know and this some of my
1: favorite alcoholic beverages
0: are rice based come from rice i didn't know you were a big sake person
1: love you know how people talk about mezcal these days Mm -hmm. and tequila Mm -hmm. and the thing with mezcal i like it don't get me wrong don't oh, come for it. me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but people have this whole thing about the mass right now. They're like, oh, you can drink it all night long. And, like, it's so healthy because it comes from a plant. Oh, that
0: is just... <laughs> the whole... Anybody telling me that TK thing... Sorry, TK is what we say, you know, X thing is doesn't give them a hangover I'm like you, you
1: obviously didn't that... drink enough well
0: it, yeah and also the same people who are like it, it goes it cuts both ways too because yeah. like the people who are like oh my god I can't drink tequila it always gives me a hangover and you're like you have a hangover because you drank too much <laughs> right? like people who are like natural wine oh, it gives you such a bad hangover it's like stop drinking so much
1: or the people who are like, natural wine, I don't get any hangover at all because of the sulfites. It's like, none of that is true. You One time you got a hangover, the other time you didn't. Yeah. Don't try and tell me that I can drink Mezcal all night long but are you and to, not feel it the next you, day. Are
0: you about to tell me that you can drink sake all night long and not feel it the next day? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I die. Oh, God. It's just so clean. She contains multitudes it is i don't know it
1: doesn't it doesn't do it
0: i am not an experienced sake or sochu drinker by any means but just the like i almost feel like afraid to approach because of just the insane diversity. Oh, yeah. Within the category. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't even know where to start. You know, it's, it's like. like
1: wine. I, I mean, it's like starting oh, with wine and yeah, just but, being like, what? You know, there's so many, so many types, so many places, so many prop.
0: like the way it's made, it's so totally. important. Totally. And like, you know, so much has to do with where the rice is coming from, you know, much in the same way great you know it's like it's just rice rice is rice is rice grapes are grapes are grapes but like where they're grown how they're processed how the you know who the situation polished is. them who Some polished the grain being polished that's the i mean i love that's like you know a, a thing that comes up when you're you know you're at a restaurant and you're talking to somebody who knows about sake and they're like oh well this is you know polished this much these grains are polished this much these these are which i assume just has to do with how much of the Bran or like you know the germ is being removed, but I love thinking about it because I just imagine people, somebody sitting there, you know, you know, like the people who uh, (laughs) carve your name into a grain of rice at the mall. Yeah, I imagine that, but they have like a micro chamois and they're just polishing the shit out of each individual. it's like, we're gonna be here
1: a while, guys. I got a lot of rice to polish. It should be. Is that a metaphor for something like you know, like? whatever
0: go polish rice yeah like, like
1: i i you know i got it yeah i got yeah, a lot of like rice go, to polish yeah, if you know what i mean go, i got a lot of <laughs>
0: go kick dirt or whatever it is like people you know?
1: say i have like a lot of fish in the fryer or what <laughs> no,
0: Garland, no, nobody has ever said that oh. <laughs> even at my appetite no irons in the fire oh, i believe is what you're referring to not fish in the fryer <laughs> a lot of in the fryer. Same, Carla. Oh boy, yeah. I tell you what, ah, just a little overwhelmed right now. I got a lot of fish in the fryer. Yep. You know, some of it's tempura. <laughs> is this a good time to talk about tempura? Uh, sure. Fish in the fryer.
1: Why not? A lot of fish in the fryer.
0: A lot of fish in the fryer.
1: Um, a lot of. Wait, what is it that people say when they're like, "I'm I... so busy"? It's just crazy. Uh, I have got a lot like... of
0: irons in the fire. Yeah, irons
1: in the fire. But there's more other ones like that that now I want to replace all of them I've with
0: Got a lot of, a lot,
1: a lot of balls the in the air <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of balls in the air yeah I guess that is yeah one.
1: that's one I got a lot going on
0: well I got yeah I got a lot of rice I'm to polish a, I you know a know what lot I mean? of rice to polish <laughs> if you know a lot what I mean. of fish in the fryer I mean you can see that I am extremely busy <laughs> Um, um yeah. Cool. Okay, so, so tempura. tempura. So a... we're just just so everybody knows we're just moving on from sake <laughs> and other Are fermented we, rice beverages. I well, do... we might loop back, but I feel like tempura feels important. Yes. Oh, but you want to you want to talk about sake. beverages.
1: No, no, no. We can move Let's on. Talk about hey, beverages. Da, 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 da. It's huh? fine okay. because 5.0 may, you know what I mean? Like
0: Oh, but I do have a good story.
1: Okay, hit me.
0: So great, uh, f-
1: guys. If, if he was whispering, but what Emil just said, which no one has ever said, is "Oh, but I do have a good story about a rice beverage."
0: That's <laughs> true. No one uh, has yeah. ever said that. So, uh, my friend Kelly, yeah, who I love, went um, took a a trip to Korea, and she came back with this unbelievable beverage called makgeolli. Oh, which love. is a fermented rice beverage kind of more it's not distilled it's like straight fermented more in the style of sake rather than a sochu or something like that but it's kind of the like the like wild version totally. so it's like very and I think I was reading something something about it that it had fallen out of fashion for a while and now is and was thought of as kind of like a country beverage yes. or something just drank by old people and now the like the now it's kind of like taken on a certain kind of like natural wine shine right because it's but, like
1: a less refined process yes, right and so, you could do it in it's like bathtub gin kind sure
0: of. yeah or like you know home brewed beer right. you know you're just like mixing up some rice with water letting that yeah. ferment so it came in kind of like what looked like a one liter like plastic Pellegrino bottle or something like that so cool. it was so it was like in this bottle and what you saw on the bottom was probably like two inches of thick um, matter sediment sediment Wow like a solid two inches and the rest was clear with kind of like a slight tint to it. And she was like, it's really crazy. You have to be really careful opening it. Oh. And I was like, what are you telling me? Like, how careful could it possibly have to be? She was like, no, you need to stand over uh, the sink and you need to Oh, like a shaken up bit. G- yeah. Like a shaken up Club seltzer. Because uh-huh. it had produced so much gas. And what you did, I literally stood there and it would just be like and I did that for 15 minutes. Wow. And as that happened, the sediment from the bottom, it would just, you know, like fizz up in the like kind of empty space at yeah. the top of the bottle. It would keep on fizzing and fizzing. And as it did that, the whole thing like re emulsified. Oh my God. So it went from being like, two inches of sediment and totally clear to like then completely milky. It's self agitated. Oh my God, I couldn't, when we finally got, I mean it was, we were just like cracking up, like you know, how it just like would not stop foaming. Finally got the bottle open. And this stuff was so incredibly delicious. I thought it was going to be like really heavy, yeah. You know, because it had that kind of milky kind of like nigori sake. Right, nigori is the unfiltered cloudy, yeah.
1: Don't know, but I, I know. know. I'm
0: sorry if, unfiltered. if you are out there and you know more. You, yeah, everybody knows more about sake than I do. But <laughs> anyways, <clears throat> but this was it was really dry. Uh-huh. It was not sweet at all mm. and very funky. Mm-hmm. Had like a real kind of like lactic. Kind of tang to it. We know you love and the funky. It was it was cold and it was so refreshing, and I just fell in love. And it's I mean I think it's from what I understand, it there's not much of it that gets made in America, and it's really difficult to transport for obvious reasons. Well, I was going to
1: say props to Kelly for the bravery of oh putting this in the suitcase, it's which th- it could have the whole thing could have just blown.
0: Yeah, I mean she cannot be stopped. She <laughs> is a force. <laughs> She brought back like three bottles of that stuff that could have completely like just so- burst and soaked, soaked everything that she owns.
1: So I've never seen it in a bottle. I've enjoyed it very much at Korean restaurants where it always comes in the big like earthenware bowl. Oh, never. And have I the late what?
0: Yeah, I haven't had that.
1: So you've had this. It, incredible artisanal self self agitating burping over the sink experience. I not think
0: that we had like a super artisan. I think like what we had was like the Budweiser of Makoli.
1: and it was still like, I, it was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, when you go to Korean restaurants and get it, it will come in this like earthenware big bowl with a ladle and like lots of little cups, and it's just really fun because you it is it's and it's such... not
0: carbonated in that. No, no. so no, I think this was kind of more in like a pet nat style. Got it. Ferment, re-fermented in the bottle which produced all that gas so but this what you're describing sounds like more of like a homespun not bottling it necessarily if they
1: poured it out from a bottle into the i don't it's not like there's like a bottle presentation you just get the service yeah and it is such easy drinking and you have to be careful because you were saying it's like a wild process of making but it also will make you crazy In the in the in the drinking, like it is one of those where you're just like, okay, it's gonna be like that kind of a night, you know? Wow. Yeah, it's
0: delicious. That sounds so good. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just amazing how much because I think we think of, I think the cool thing about rice beverages and especially like the alcoholic and fermented and distilled versions, is that you just get so many flavors. Yeah. I feel like we. you think of rice, you think of a pot of rice and you think of kind of this like uniform kind of like um, uh, like a base flavor. You totally. know, it's a starch. And which is not to say that like all starches don't have, you know, special flavor and like, you know, rice is not rice. But not people rice. do say
1: like, oh, like plain rice. Of course, right. And it's like plain rice.
0: <laughs> right. And But like having that, you know, I feel like The rice beverages, the fermented ones, are really when you get to taste all that difference and just kind of like where the rice is coming from and it's just like, you know, you could taste a thousand sakes and they're all gonna taste different. It's so fun, so cool.
1: Just have to keep drinking them.
0: Just gotta keep drinking them.
1: And they don't give you a hangover. No. (laughs) It's great.
0: (laughs) PSA, sake, never gives you a hangover.
1: I had a solo dining experience on Monday night um, at a Korean restaurant in New York City on 35th Street. I had a cold all weekend, sore throat, swollen glands, just not feeling great, really tired, wiped out. And I had tried a couple things like sleeping and like, (laughs) you know, Advil and like a lot of things over the course of Mm -hmm. the three days that I was sick. And then on Monday, I was like, the only thing that will heal me is very spicy kimchi stew. Mm. And I needed to have it. <sighs> mm-hmm. I had to have it. Yep. So I went to um this restaurant, and of course I'm blanking on the name. They make their own tofu there, mm. and I got a spicy kimchi tofu and seafood stew. Was
0: it BCD Tofu House?
1: No, it was Chang Dal. Hold on. I'll look it up. I, there's like seven things I'm going to look okay, up. Sorry. We'll figure it out.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll put all of this in the podcast notes.
1: Oh my god, now I'm realizing I had rice two ways. In that meal, I wasn't. I was going to tell you about the sake, which I felt would was it. Not only was not going to give me a hangover, but was going to be part of my healing process. That is right. Right. (laughs) So I got my spicy tofu seafood stew, which I was very excited about. I was also very excited to eat alone, which sometimes is less like paradise on earth. Yeah. And this restaurant has tables. They're like tables for six. But at one end of the table, like the one third mark, they put up like a privacy screen. Stop it. Yeah, so you're at a communal table but then you have the privacy screen. So people on the other side of the thing, I was like, we could be doing confession right now. Like I don't even know what you guys are doing. I am in my own little zone. And it was an early dinner and I got my thing and the way that they did the rice service was so awesome which I'd had before, what I wasn't expecting at all. So they brought me the stew, still burbling and bubbling in its Mm. pot, and then the guy came with a dinabe of the perfectly cooked white short grain rice, Uh and he scooped out from that, which was an unbroken, no one had, this was like a brand new pot of rice, just for me, just for me. So he scooped out like a nice big, you know, one of those rice bowls, whatever, put that, and then, that was like half the rice. And then he scooped that out again, but set it aside. That was going to be for another diner who was not getting this full treatment. And then he poured the, like, buckwheaty ah, yes. broth into yes, the yes, donabe yes, that yes, had yes, the yes, crunchy, crispy rices. Yes, 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 yes. So then that was, like, getting soaked and releasing from... And so I was like, wait, hold on. I get my bowl of rice. I get my spicy stew. And I've got that other whole thing of rice with the delicious broth now that is like taking the flavor of the rice and the rice is taking the... It was... And then I had a whole little bottle of sake, probably, I don't know, 175 milliliter, like not, but freezing cold, Mm. the hot thing. I was sweating buckets. I was loving my rice experience. The place filled up was so crowded. It literally was one of the most sustaining and... Fulfilling, and I'm not sick anymore.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, you don't look sick. You look healthy. Thanks, mel. You look I'm vigorous. actually a
1: little bit still have a sore throat, but it's better for this story.
0: <laughs> but I I have had that experience before having, I, and I, I don't know if it was necessarily tea. I thought I think in some instances it was just boiling water. Oh, this it had a buck wheat, delicious oh, buckwheaty so flavor. Because cool. I I I also like the really pure, just like the water over the kind of toasted bottom rice situation and you just have the, it's it's so soothing like at the end of the meal it's just like it's tea from dinner
1: right with bottom rice dinner <laughs> with the bottom rice with the bottom rice oh yeah tempura <laughs> we're gonna get to can, can i ask you a question yes. Just this is just a yes or no do you love rice check cereal yes great love I it too yeah i've
0: yeah, we were in a big Chex family growing up, but... We I I, were a
1: Crispix family, but I've, oh. I've discovered Chex later in life. Mm, and just mm-hmm. shout out to Rice Chex. Oh my That's God. all.
0: Rice Krispies? Oh
1: my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Wow. Oh my God. How did we not even Rice talk- cereal
1: is not... We haven't even gone there.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Rice 5.0. Rice
1: Krispies.
0: Rice... Krispies. were
1: you we have there's a there's a little age differential between you and I but the snap crackle pop was that still a thing in your childhood
0: snap crackle pop wake up call to the world there you go uh, I don't know if it was part of my childhood but I uh, you are familiar but with I'm that familiar with it, yeah so.
1: like it really does make all those great sounds
0: mm, oh my god maple syrup on top of definitely. rice definitely also milk.
1: delicious on rice checks <laughs> when I have night mm-hmm. cereal it has maple syrup night cereal. and rice checks with rice milk and maple syrup Fantastic combination. Okay, tempura. Tempura. Another whole topic.
0: I um I and went, how we
1: get to tempura is through the path of rice flour,
0: right? And soaking rice flour soaking. in water, right. which I mean is pretty much is the foundation of tempura batter. And the thing that's cool about tempura batter is like you you are hydrating the rice flour, right? It takes a little bit longer to hydrate than, say, an all-purpose wheat flour or something like that. But what you have is this beautiful batter that fries up. So, because there's no gluten forming. Right. You know, you don't have a thick batter that, like, cl- like coats in quite the same way. It's incredibly light. Yeah. And incredibly It's very crunchy.
1: silky. It's not like making strands of connecting. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love tempura. I went to a tempura Omakase restaurant. Wow. um, Which was an experience unlike any other. Here in New York City? Uh, No, it was actually in Durham, North Carolina. Wow. And there are a few places in New York City that specialize in the same thing. Omakase of course, is the like when you go to a sushi place. I think it means something like you know, in, I'm your, in your hands. hands yeah. yeah. So you like sidle up to the sushi bar and you you know order you basically the omakase just surrender. And, and they're just gonna the sushi chef is gonna put one piece of fish at a time in front of you and you're gonna eat it and they're you know, and I had that experience but with tempura oh they had these big fryers, special fryers, and did they you have know, a lot
1: of fish in them?
0: They, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fish in the fryer. I mean, actually the restaurant was kind of empty. I it was, it was like one of the few people there, so <laughs> there was exactly enough fish for me got in it. the fryer. Got it, got um, Small pieces. <laughs> um, but it was so, it was so cool because they were, you know, that Where'd was their- where they start? They started, well, they, they started with a couple of cold appetizers um, that were not tempuraed. Um, which were awesome, but not within the purview of this podcast because they were not rice-based.
1: Because with omakase, you know, a lot of it is about pacing and pairing the flavor Will that you had that? before and the texture to, you know, Dude, and that was the
0: thing that was so cool about this was also, so you get, you. I got like a little tray and it had kind of all the accoutrement. Uh-huh. And like, so this is like a strong dashi. This is grated radish. Yum. They, they here's some pickles. Here's some yuzu salt. Did they have that little they,
1: special um chili the ground chili
0: no, there was not the ground chili but there was this amazing little metal fish mm. that had a wedge of lemon in it mm. and you it was like a little squeezer so you could dispense oh, like I know a those. drop yeah. of lemon <laughs> uh, oh my god oh the first thing i had it was it was three different kinds of shrimp there mm. was like a japanese shrimp head-on shrimp a like peruvian head-on shrimp and then like a um, a North Carolina shrimp, and they were all so different. But the thing that was amazing: is you're watching them, and it's like they're constantly tending to the tempura batter, you know, like making sure that it's like the right consistency, like making sure it's all good, and making sure that you know they're coating it in rice flour first, putting it into the tempura batter, and getting it into the fryer. All about timing. They they talked about how their their tempura batter was very um, lightly seasoned. Yeah, because you're supposed to kind of season the whole thing after and it's just yeah. this beautiful play of like temperature. You know, they would they would take my piece of tempura out of the fryer and then they would rest it yeah. for kind of just the right amount of time so that by the time it got to me, it was like the perfect temperature. So,
1: and another um thing about tempura is like how little fat or grease there should be clinging to the food when it's done. Like it's so light as opposed to, you know, other styles of fried foods that are just like very deeply fried for a long time. Like the tempura is such a light golden color yep, and transparent and that silkiness. And So they were coating the ingredients
0: in the rice flour before. And then into the tempura batter. Yeah, I believe so.
1: Yesterday, um, I had a dish an Andy Baragani original. He was working on a spring onion tempura mm. that um, where he l- had very tiny, you know, new spring onions that he halved l- like the going down the long way, mm-hmm. trimmed the root but left it still intact so that it would hold all the layers of the onion together. Yeah. And he, I don't, he had a very nice tempura batter going, very light, very crunchy. Um, the problem was when you bit into it, the like it did the thing that is awful when you have an onion ring and you bite through and the whole onion like slips out. It happens. We had to work on that, but visually it was quite nice, <laughs> very nice,
0: very nice, very rice.
1: I mean, the other rice flour fantastic invention is Korean fried chicken.
0: Oh my god!
1: And I just think that people
0: the don't other, the other
1: realize that rice flour as a dredge is just one of the secrets to the lightest crispiest crusts that you can get
0: on a thing oh my god i mean korean fried chicken is like a whole you know a whole situation it's a giant
1: topic that i don't know enough about but you really got me thinking with this the lack of gluten in the molecules, right? Because right. it's starchy without having gluten. Yep. So <clears throat> the way that it hydrates and the way that it coats are completely different and mm-hmm. it doesn't have the same structure at all. Yeah. It's like so much more uniform. Right. I just want to toss everything in rice flour now. Oh my like God. we should be making more of our fried calamari.
0: Oh my God. What is the, um? we had that Wild Air Frito Misto yeah. recipe. Was that rice flour or is that cornmeal? It's
1: got a lot of corn. Starch, I oh. believe. Hmm. And okay. leaveners. But I think there's also rice flour. I think there might be
0: rice flour. Yeah.
1: So um, other topics to explore mm-hmm. in the future,
0: perhaps. Yep. Yeah, let's get... Let's, this is the teaser part of the this episode. This is the
1: teaser part of... It really never ends. Right. You know, mm-hmm. with rice. Nope. It could sustain entire nations in... with no end
0: uh, that's pretty much what's been happening yeah for time immemorial yeah Yeah,
1: that's correct Mm -hmm. and I feel like that is it is the fuel that will sustain this podcast till the end of time
0: yeah we I wish there was a rice cooker right in the middle of the table
1: (laughs) that we could just get into right now Mm -hmm. so other
0: topics to explore rice cereal rice
1: cereal which
0: rice crispies. where
1: have we been rice
0: checks Rice Krispie Treats. Yep. I mean... And baby
1: <sighs> rice cereal. Like, that was some oh. of the first baby cereal the babies ever uh-huh. had. Like, like porridge, yeah. Yep. Well, back to porridge. Back to porridge. Um, we didn't talk about uh, the rice tea. So we talked about some of our alcoholic and Correct. our sweetened rice beverages. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, the puffed rice and green tea, mm-hmm. the one that's just the rice. Mm-hmm. It started to make me think that if I soaked rice... If I rinse some rice, say I rinse some rice. Mm-hmm. Also, did the people watch the ASMR where I rinse the rice? That's pretty hilarious also. I chose rice on oh, purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Bon Appetit's YouTube channel, we did a pretty silly on April 1st ASMR
0: Yeah, it's funny. That felt, I mean, it was like, I, I don't know why that came out on April. I mean, I get it. It was like different from the, but it didn't feel like a...
1: Joke. No. So but purposely I rinsed rice on the ASMR. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. There was a lot of rice rinsing going on. Only the rice wizards really that was for the rice wizards.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yep.
1: Oh yeah. So I have this theory. I haven't tried it out, but there's nothing stopping me. Rinse some rice. Rinse just to some get rice. some surface starches. And as we've talked about before, there's some imp- there's some like dirt that they pick up in the processing and sure. like the burlap fibers or like whatever the heck sure. is going on there. Rinse your rice. Get it to a place. And then, kind of like you're making spa water. Have you ever done this? Have you ever just soaked rice in water and kept it in the fridge?
0: No. No, but that sounds so cool.
1: Don't you think that would be delicious?
0: Would, I bet it would be really delicious.
1: And I don't, I guess eventually, I mean, it would
0: just be, just, you know, to our kind of like, you know, to the the Korean, like, you know, rice kind of soup tea. Yeah, exactly. At the end to of your point. Totally. Right. But I, I think I also it would be very mild. It would know? be mild,
1: but I think it could be very refreshing
0: very refreshing I
1: guess at a certain point it might f- start to ferment
0: I think it would I think if you left it out at room temperature it oh. would. It, I think the, the it probably would not get that far in the fridge but if you like I bet if you soaked rice kept it out for like 24 hours in a you know on the kitchen counter yeah. in a jar or something yeah. like that pop that in the fridge I feel like it would you know It would start to lightly ferment the longer it sat out. Something would happen. Something would happen.
1: I'd like to think of things that would be delicious in combination with that, because then we could invent a new spa water. Oh, my God. Because spa water is so eye-rolly. But, like, rice spa water is, like, (laughs) eye-opening.
0: I was going to say, I think rice water sounds a little eye-rolly, too. (laughs) Somebody tried to sell me rice water. I think I'd probably, uh, as much as I love rice, I think I'd be a little freaked out.
1: What if we... You know, when you have Carla, left.
0: we gotta save. We gotta save this okay. for the next cast. There's too much. We can't go. To, we're gonna invent a whole new category of beverage, and the world is not yet ready. So
1: Emil, just promise me this before we go. Yep. Promise me, you'll be back.
0: I'll be back. I'll always come back for place. <laughs> the Bon Appetit Foodcast is produced by Carrie Polis and Christina Che, and produced and edited by Emma Wartzman. Our theme music is by Nathaniel Wartzman. We have new episodes every Wednesday, and if you want to tell us about this or any other episode, email us at bonappetitfoodcast@gmail.com.
1: at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.